This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Hi, I'm Jennifer Simmons with AIM. Welcome to this edition of Hometown Innovations Podcast. Today, we have Warsaw Mayor and AIM President Joe Talmer and AIM CEO Matt Greller. Guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Jennifer. Good to see you. Likewise. Thank you. Uh, Today, we're just going to catch up a little, uh, talk about the last couple of months uh, and what they've meant for AIM and just share some personal observations about leading a community and leading an organization during a global pandemic, something none of us have been through before. Mayor, let's start with you. Um, Talk a little bit about leading your community during this unprecedented time. What, What has it been like trying to provide both thoughtful leadership and confident leadership while also being the chief comforter and understanding that people are scared and they're worried um, with so much uncertainty? Yeah, that, and that's a great question, you know, and that was one of the first things that uh, really hit me that a lot of the the comments, the the social media comments and, and things I was hearing, the, the uh, messages were you know, from people that were genuinely concerned about their health, their jobs, their families, uh, how long is this going to last? And uh, I think that was the first thing that that I, and I, I got over it pretty quick. I, I have to attribute having been involved in city government for a long time, um, it, it really uh, wasn't hard to understand uh, what was happening with regards to the way our citizens were reacting. Uh, the harder part was, you know, then how do you, uh, you know, comfort them and, and uh, not just with words, but <laughs> by actions and, and so forth. Um, you know, I, I have to, to say that um, the leadership that the state has provided, that AIM has provided, uh, that our, our local county health department, our, our, I, I'm very fortunate that I come from a community that there's a lot of collaboration uh, within governmental units, but also in the private sector and the foundations. And uh, we, we've just got a, a wonderful community that when something like this happens, um, you know, my phone lights up, uh, my, my texts light up, my email box lights up with people that are ready to, to get at it and help. And uh, that's that's been a, a real um, a real blessing. Um, the, I think the thing that struck me the most, though, was early on, uh, as this whole thing was was hitting the fan, if you will, uh, things just seemed to change so quickly. Um, every every ten minutes, there was a there was something coming through that was either from a state or federal or national or global level that was just. I remember sitting in one board of works meeting, and and at that time, I think the the masters was canceled, the election was moved to June, and. Uh, the income tax deadline was moved up uh, all in a matter of about 40 minutes. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> seriously, you know, and that's when that's when you understand uh, this is this is not something that happens regularly. And um, those types of changes have have slowed down. But I, I think everybody would agree right at the beginning, you know, it, it was uh, the change was happening so fast. The, the reaction to this thing was happening so quick that 
um, it was kind of hard to process it all. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, I think at the end of the day, um, having been mayor for eight years, I feel very fortunate um, that the relationships that I've built, well, and then the, the 12 years before as council, uh, being involved for 20 years, I, I had a lot of good relationships, continue to have great relationships in the community. And as things come up, it's very easy to pick up the phone and react and and talk basically and, and you know, eliminate all the, the gobbledygook. It's let's get down to brass tacks. This is important. How are we going to handle this? So I'm fortunate with experience, with the relationships I've built and with a great community um, it's, it's still been a whale of a challenge, but, um, it's, it's not to sound selfish, but I, I feel somewhat, um, energized to come in and, and keep addressing this thing. So if, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Really. I was going to, you touched on this. I was going to ask it. So I'm glad you brought it up. Um, you talked about the health department, obviously cities and towns do not control their county health department. That's a county function, but a vital function for having a healthy community, obviously, especially right now. How are you guys working together? How are you working with your health department, maybe even hospitals, schools, even other units of government? Uh, again, I kind of got them all on the phone early on. Um, the health department, they, they want to do the, 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 the public details that the public health details they don't want to be political they don't want to be explained to the community they just want to be the source uh, and and i utilize that to my benefit that they were going to be i should say to our community's benefit they were going to be um, the people that sat along next to me in my press conferences just like uh, the governor has dr box and uh, dr fauci with the president you know having that solid uh, source of science uh, to my right uh, basically propped me up in a way I can't imagine. And uh, they were much, they were very willing to come on as long as they didn't have to lead the show. They just wanted to answer the questions and provide the details. So that's been a great partnership. Um, full disclosure, our public health uh, uh, officer, a physician by the name of Bill Remington, used to live a few doors down from me. I checked his eyes and he's, he's been a, a friend for a long time. So that's, that's been very helpful, uh, you know, to me, but the, no, we, again, I'm fortunate that I've got a great relationship across the street with the County and, uh, you know, they're, they're just been a great part of this whole thing. Um, schools and, and, uh, hospitals and all again, um, I've, I've done my, did my fourth press conference today, we stream our press conference on Wednesdays at 10:30. A public health officer comes in. I'll bring in either the sheriff or our police chief or United Way, someone from the hospital. We mix it up a little bit, and uh, it's provided a um, a pretty central source of information uh, in a community like ours that doesn't have television. Uh, so we rely on our streaming service that goes out uh, to our our city website and then also on Facebook Live. So. I've kind of created a, a communications portal locally uh, that people really appreciate. And, and again, as long as, as everyone understands um, their role in this thing, which they all do, uh, it, it's pretty easy to sit down and just go back and forth and, and keep the public informed. So to answer your question, mm -hmm. uh, I've been mm -hmm. very blessed to have um, that type of cooperation. Great. 
So Matt, um, this is not how the spring was supposed to go for AIM, right? <laughs> we we ended the legislative session. We had plans for budget workshops and and lots of spring events. It's um, so things are different. How, talk about the shift in the service that AIM's providing. Well, you know, often we talk about the importance of placemaking and trails and parks, and those are all vital city and town services, obviously. But what became, I think, ra rapidly apparent to me was that the core services we provide and, and maybe just that ability to bring everybody around the state together is so critically important in times like these. You know, on a, a micro scale, we've seen floods and tornadoes and things happen in cities and towns around the state. And we've been able to help coordinate responses and, and things from all corners, uh, but never before have we been faced where we're looking at a statewide emergency of this magnitude, at least not in our lifetimes. So it's been, um, as the mayor said it, it's it's been a little bit selfish, I guess, thinking, but uh, rewarding and uh, encouraging and uh, fun to some degree to be able to help communities deal with whatever the issue of the day is, whether it's how to have a board of public works meeting on something called Zoom, which I would argue half of our membership had no idea what Zoom was eight <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, probably more than that. Uh, now we just, you know, finished a board meeting a few minutes ago where we had 50 participants on a Zoom meeting. Um, and being able just to simple things like that to help uh, folks navigate the everyday uh, life of municipal government and continue to provide those vital services. So knowing that we're playing just a little part in making sure that the utility department is still running making sure that the police and fire have the personal protective equipment they need and that their challenges and issues are being heard up to the governor. Uh, it's shifted us to some degree, but really I think uh, allowed us to show what we're best at and that is the day-to-day uh, -day communication with cities and advocating on their behalf, whether it's before the general assembly or it's before a state agency. Yeah, I think, um it's interesting to me, you know, I've been in politics a long time. So I've, you know, you and I both, Matt, and probably you too, Mayor Talmer, we've watched a lot of state of the city events. We've watched state of the state, state of the union, press conferences of our government leaders that most people don't take a lot of interest in, right? It's, it's we're a rare breed that, that like to watch those things and, and pay attention to them on a regular basis. But now we're seeing our friends and our family that tune in every day to the governor at 2.30, right? like never before. Um, let's talk about that level of engagement and and sort of that that something we've we've really tried to instill in people that's been almost impossible to to do until now. Um, talk about your observations of that, Matt, and then do you think we it's something that's sustainable? Well I think first of all you're right. I mean uh, we had at our legislative event uh, just a few days before this all happened uh, after the night's events were over we had what four or five republican elected officials sitting in a room watching the democratic national debate so i think by nature we're just political nerds when it comes to these kinds of things um what i think i take away though most from this is that 
certainly at the local level and mostly at the state level too, no one um, cares about the politics. They're listening and they're tuning in because they need the information and they are depending on whether it's Mayor Tolomer or uh, Tanya Galbraith as a town manager in McCordsville or uh, Madeline Say Bartle as the clerk treasurer and, and Chair Busco. Uh, they're depending on those people to deliver service, protection, information, direction, um, comfort, as you mentioned earlier, a part of the elected officials role is providing comfort. So I do all, I think all those things are sustainable. And I do think it has raised and can, will continue to raise the profile of local officials uh, more so than, than people realize, because it is, we say it all the time, it's the government that's closest to the people, but never has it been more true in, in our state and our country probably than right now. Um, no one's supposed to be going out, but when you do go out, I can guarantee you that most elected officials in the state right now are bombarded with questions and comments about, can I do this? Can I do that? Is it safe for this to happen? Um, and then also to the level of, are we gonna be able to have our 4th of July celebration? Uh, is the city pool gonna be open? Uh, is the town playground equipment gonna be, the yellow tape that's around it right now, is it gonna be removed? So that's what I've been most encouraged by from our standpoint is that those types of interactions, I think will be accelerated and expanded uh, based on what we're doing here. And I think you'll see a real return uh, of local governments to their core services. Um, uh, you used to work for a mayor, Jennifer, in Indianapolis that used to say, we're never, we're not responsible for the sexy stuff. We plow the streets, we make sure the water is delivered, we make sure the wastewater is taken away, the potholes are filled. Um, and I think you'll see a real emphasis on those kinds of things and a real appreciation um, by folks that are uh, recipients of those services that never thought twice about it before. Yeah, I think that's right. Mayor Tolmer, you agree? Yeah, um, I, I think uh, to Matt's point, uh, they're kind of hanging on uh, everything they hear. And I, I think a lot of that is just the unprecedented nature of the problem. Uh, the fact that it's kind of a, an invisible enemy that's uh, we haven't seen it coming and we haven't seen it going. It's just here. And people are afraid. And um, knowing that, again, I, I allude to science and, and medicine and public health, epidemiology, you know, those are going to provide the answers uh, that most folks don't um, dive too deeply into. But mm -hmm. I, I think, as Matt said, you keep the politics out of it or, you know, and, and you use the science to try and guide your decision making. Um, people want to hear that. Uh, they don't want to read. Uh, why some group thinks we're overstepping or some group thinks we haven't done enough or some group, you know, is is, is worried about um, Little League. I mean, the idea is that at least in our community, it seems that people get it and they're willing to go through the restrictions and the, the limitations and the sacrifices. Um, but they want to know that there is some progress and I think they constantly hang uh, on hearing is there light at the end of the tunnel. I, I think last week on one of the governor's uh, uh, 
2.30 broadcasts, he, he mentioned something about early May. And, and that mm-hmm. one has stuck in my brain since uh, since I heard that. And I, I didn't I didn't hang too much on it. But I, I tell people I, I watch the, the governor every day to try and read the tea leaves and get an idea of, of what's next and just kind of get a vibe. And uh, I think that's what folks do uh, when they when they listen to right now anyway about this issue <laughs> to local government uh, and, yeah. and federal government as well. Well, you always give me a good segue. So you talked about science and medical field. Warsaw is pretty much a hub there, right? The medical device industry. And with so much attention on PPE and ventilators, what have your discussions been like with the the industry up there? And what are they doing to help fill the gaps? Um, You know, I I think... Uh, it's it's a little different. Uh, a lot of what's produced up here is is um, based on the need uh, for elective type of surgeries, and mm-hmm. with elective surgeries being um, limited uh, until I believe this week, uh, certainly they're taking a bit of a hit. J and J, who has parent company, the Depucynthes here in town, uh, obviously within their organization, they've got someone working on a vaccine. And that, that's incredibly exciting. Uh, I think there's a lot of people working on a vaccine, uh, mm-hmm. but and the discussion seems to be towards innovation and finding a solution. And, you know, I think we've seen across the state, uh, those people that have access to uh, 3D printers are, are making masks. <laughs> um, you know, anything that can be done retrofit uh, uh, as far as maybe making sanitizer, hand sanitizers and, and that kind of thing. Um, I think there's an innovation that's coming out, not in just my community, but every community. So um, I think the, there are a lot of engineers in this community, and, and uh, I think there's a lot of, of uh, uh, collaboration going on that way. So, yep. Uh, well, you talked about one of the surprises you you faced early on, or, or thought about early on, was how quickly things were changing. And for me, it's been um, how quickly people have adapted to working remote, right? Like it took a few days to get used to it and all of our dogs and our kids in the background and getting getting used to all of that. Um, that's been a big surprise for me, how quickly I've been right. able to adapt from home. Matt, what do, what do you think? What surprised you the most? Um, how much of what you consider to be essential in your work life is not and how much and how effective you can be uh, remotely. Uh, it's been pretty interesting. I, I heard a couple of municipal officials right as this first started say, well, you know, it's before community shut down or town or city hall shut down completely. They said we will. We went through and decided who was essential and wasn't. And, turns out we don't have very many essential people in the in the building um and i don't know if that's accurate but we've been able to do an incredible amount of good work uh, from our homes from our remote locations um and i think it's going to completely as we've talked about change mm-hmm. our yeah. model going forward um you know why are we driving three hours each way uh for a 90-minute meeting what what on earth were we thinking when we did that? And 
sure there's important and importance of getting together and having face-to-face interaction and that won't go away but um, I think we need to do a better job of deciding when and where that's important and I think it will fit right in line with at least some sort of modified social distancing um, for quite some time I think we're going to be in those times for weeks and months and years to come so that's been the most uh, Thing that, the biggest thing that's jumped out uh, to me, uh, just from the AIM staff perspective, um, I think a lot of our folks that don't have day-to-day interactions with municipal officials, whether they're working on accounting issues or they're working on claims issues for the medical trust or whatever, really have an appreciation now for what uh, our members are doing and how we're supporting them. So that's been another nice uh, outcome. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mayor Tolmer, any additional thoughts on that? I share Matt's uh, um, revelation there that I, I think there's things that we can be doing a lot more efficiently, uh, but a mm-hmm. concern I developed very early on was, you know, are we going to retreat too much back into our basements and, and uh, <laughs> our parlors to, to, you know, do all this electronically? Um, I, I I, I I think there's going to be lessons learned. I don't think we'll ever be the same. I think we'll be doing a lot more of this. Um, but besides the go-to meetings, you know, the social media side of it, the social distancing side of it, um, shaking hands, as, as uh, some prominent politician talked about, or I think Dr. Fauci said, we'll never shake hands again. Um, you know, that, that kind of stinks. I mean, a lot of the things that we're used to and, and the way we've lived our lives, um, it's gonna, things are gonna change drastically. I just, I hope that we still retain that um, human touch and I'm sure we will. I just don't wanna go too far uh, with this uh, electronic meeting stuff. I think it'll place a real importance on when we do have those opportunities and make them that much more valuable. Um, You know, if you go back to the beginnings of our work, we got together once a year as an organization. you know, in the early 1900s, it was one time a year that you would make the pilgrimage from way up north to Indianapolis or wherever it was. And it was a major event. And I think you'll see uh, a return to a little bit of that uh, notion that we're not going to be getting together as much. And that when we do, I think there'll be a lot more value placed on it. Well, I agree. Yep. Well, Mayor Talmer, Matt Greller, thanks for joining on the podcast. We appreciate you being on and uh, we'll see you next time.